0: everybody's a smashing game time we are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear i'm your host nick down below me is josh he's not going to swear in the first hour of the show he told me today not one bad word this
1: is take two by the way
0: Uh, not my fault though and then over there the guy dancing if you can see him on camera it's jake jake say hello
2: Uh, Oh, hello. I'm Jake. I'm the one dancing on camera, if you could see me.
0: He's monotone like that all the time, (laughs) even in the bedroom. Uh, Hello. We are doing 2016 Q1. That's right. We are uh, making gaming great again today. 2016, yuck. Uh, But before we do that, I want to remind everybody we are a trident network podcast go check out our siblings actually uh bitcherton had their premiere the other day and they are actually doing a rewatch of um oh, what's that show with the pirates uh, our flag means death they're doing a rewatch of our flag means death so go check that out they actually live stream that on mondays so by the time you hear this you should hopefully be ready to go that night to go see bitcherton so go check them out as always, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Rate and review us on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Five stars, please, because we are starving boys. Uh guys, what is everybody doing? What is everybody up to?
1: Getting my life together at this point. It's already February first as with this recording, and I'm uh <laughs> I'm overwhelmed.
0: What how can we how can we get you back down to whelmed, Josh? I don't want you overwhelmed.
1: Uh, it's just it's life. It's just everything going on, just trying to get my life figured out, get my work figured out. I'll it'll be good. Give me, give me like another two weeks and we'll be back to normal.
0: Hey, and you know what? If it doesn't work out, you know what? January 2024 is only 11 months away.
1: Don't say that. We just started the year. I told myself this was going to be the year. <laughs> this was going to be the year. This
0: is your year, Josh. I believe in you. You've got this. Anything yeah, game? Ended- anything game-wise from you, Josh?
1: I... Honestly, I've maybe played a couple hours of games. I still owe a review. I haven't even finished that.
0: Have you started the game at least?
1: Yeah, no, I've done the game. I just haven't finished the paper,
0: the no. the, the, the words. The I review. Guess. Okay. All right. Uh, Jake, or game or life-wise, what are you doing?
2: Working out of home. I wish I was home. I can't wait to be back at home in April. Um Brahalla Winter's Championship is this weekend actually. The ones Winter's championship is this weekend. Next weekend is twos. Uh I plan on going to DreamHack San Diego in April. And Comma Breaker in May. Nice. So just Brahalla, TFT, uh yeah. Pretty much it.
0: That's all I got all he has i am still working in person but baby will be here in less than a month so i'll be having a little more time for family and me Uh, on the game front i just did submit my review for trenches on the switch uh trenches is from a solo dev it is think think of slender from back in the day uh but in a world war one trench with you being chased by a headless corpse and you're collecting these nine things to help you get out of the trenches. And it's just very, it's scary. It's a lot of jump scares. Uh, it doesn't look great on Switch, but what game does look great on Switch for the most part? Um, Breath so th- of the Wild. Come on, dude. But other <laughs> other than that, um, that review is actually up on Game Chronicle. Go check that out. What else have I been playing? I'm uh, playing a review copy of Chained Echoes, a old school 16-bit RPG, thinking like, old Final Fantasies or uh, Chrono Trigger. I'm about, how many hours we got here? I'm about five hours in. I've already met like six or seven of the main cast. Uh, It's just good to play like a long-term game. Like it feels like everything I play has to be super quick in and out because a lot of what I'm playing I'm reviewing. I talked about the combat a little bit with like the balancing it out. Uh, I've gotten into some harder fights and like once you start getting to where... You have things that you, like, okay, I need to heal, but if I heal, this is going to put me into overdrive, this is going to put me over, and then we're going to take more damage. It's really a game of uh, give or take there. Uh, And then I've also started playing Hi-Fi Rush. I'm reviewing that as well. Guys, that might be my game of the year right now. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, for those who don't know, that is a 3D beat-em-up from the team that did... uh, the uh, evil within games. And they also did that uh, Ghostwire Tokyo last year, Uh, very cartoony. It does this thing where uh, it'll go from like a 2d flat, like looking cartoon into like a 3d looking like cinematic. It's beautiful. Uh, All the combats to the beat, everything around you is moving to the beat with you. And you're just trying to chain combos. I'm actually doing pretty good. I think I'm playing normal and I'm finishing a lot of areas like B plus, like I'm not like really finishing anything under that. Characters are very likable. Uh, it's got themes about like anti, like it's very anti capitalism, very anti corporate kind of, it's reminding me story-wise a lot of what I played of, uh, what was the, what was the comedy game that just came out with the talking guns?
2: Uh, oh, sh- exactly. Oh. Right.
0: <laughs> High, High on, on my- life yeah there it is uh yeah so high. It, it's reminding me a lot of a high on life but funnier and better and just you care more about the characters whereas the other ones are just shitty guns who um are uh who hold people against their will in their houses um but i digress <laughs> um and i think that's i think that's about all i've been playing just a lot of review stuff not a lot of time for personal stuff i am hoping to get back to uh, hoping to get back to some games that i started to review like reviewed and then didn't have time to like go back and fully appreciate so like moon scars is on my list i think i want to give signalis another go around i did play a little bit of marvel snap they did the uh, they have the competitive mode in there where you can send a friend an invite code and play them played a few buddies from the internet And I've lost every match so far, but they've been close. So what they did to change this up, instead of just like a a one, one game takes it all, you both start out with 10 points. And the snaps equal. So like if Jake and I play and I beat Jake and the game that cube up top finishes with two, that means Jake loses two health. So the first one to get. And so like if you snap, that goes up. So like if I win and it's at eight, Jake loses eight health. And it's basically whoever gets the other one down first.
2: Dude. It adds, That's going to be a crazy esport.
0: It adds <laughs> so much to it. Like the first game I played, the uh, me and my buddy went to seven rounds, and then me and another guy ended up going to three rounds because we were just snap heavy. And each, uh, the locations are still dirty, still doing me dirty, but it's a very fun game. Um, I hope they work that game mode into matchmaking because I think it's a lot more fun than just the one and done.
2: Another thing I just, because a lot of people, the reason a lot of people kind of like steered away from the game now is just the paywall.
0: Paywall's nasty. I mean, paywall's not too bad. I think I mean the ten dollars a month for the game pass is kind of ridiculous. Especially when season especially when seasons and most other games are like three months. And they're yeah. like every every month they're like, give us ten bucks. And we're like, and I'm like, okay. Um, the other packs are kind of ridiculous. So they have like they have packs that um give you like the the card like the the card um uh money and then the gold and they have one for like 99.99 it's like who's buying this who who stole their parents credit card to get this the only other thing i will say about the new game mode is that i wish it would let you switch decks or switch cards out of your deck between rounds it doesn't let you do that right now you can also change your name on there right now which is pretty cool um i'm just nick on there so but you also can't add friends. Everything's through a friend code. So uh, mm. too bad. So sad on that. But it's awesome. I think, I think that'll bring a lot of people back. I think, I don't know what series of card they're on. I've, it has to be six or seven, but I'm still working my way through series three. I'm only like 1,300 on the collection level. Got a long way to go. Barely, barely break 30 on the, um, like the levels each season. So I'm not, not trying to go pro in Marvel Snap anytime soon but that's where I've been at. That's what I've been playing. Just busy reviewing over here. Also working on writing a new screenplay about football with guns. So keep an eye out for that. That is going to be a banger. And I'm also my, my script that was doing really good. Uh, death of blockbuster about the grim reaper running a blockbuster. I'm taking blockbuster out of it. It's just going to be a regular ass video store and it's kind of free. And that was some advice I got from a friend who's a manager. So we'll see how that though. We'll see how that goes. Uh, because a lot of the notes I got from people who were reading it were like, "Well, oh, there was something on Netflix just like this. Which, have you guys <sighs> seen that show yet? I I
1: watched two episodes of it, and I just couldn't do it. No, I haven't <laughs> seen it. It's
0: bad.
2: I heard I saw, I heard reviews, and like, yeah.
1: I, so my thought was, okay, first episode. Okay, it's the first episode. It's going to be slow. And then by the time the second episode ended, I was just like, ah, no, this is not it, dog.
2: Speaking of shows... I saw that How I Met Your Father got a second season.
1: Andy's watched the first season. She said it's pretty good. She actually said Neil Patrick Harris came back uh, for a cameo in season two.
0: For How I Met Your Father? Mm-hmm. I I, I watched the first episode of that last year, and I was like, eh, I don't really need another one of these.
1: And, Andy but said it, got it was a, good. Got
2: a season two, Nick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. But you know what? Hulu just canceled Reboot. I was pretty pissed about that. Reboot was really good.
2: Oh, yeah, I did... Uh there's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these uh, services are just like dishing out shows and then canceling.
1: Well, Netflix, Netflix is canceling itself here come March. Did you guys hear about that?
0: Yeah, the, the the password the password thing sounds very tricky. It sounds like
1: there's no workaround. People are going to be getting rid of their subscriptions. It's a guarantee.
0: Cause, cause so like the way it works. So like let's say I'm on Josh's. Josh like has no problem. Like it'll keep him signed in. If I'm like, if I'm here and Josh and I live a few miles apart, but if I'm here and I'm signed into Josh's, it's going to make me sign in every 30 days.
1: Yep. And then if you don't, they charge the, the original account for sharing the password. And I think it's like another, either another account technically or like a $5 to uh, upgrade or something like that.
0: So would I have to sign in from your house? Yes. But like, what if you don't have a VPN? Are they like, oh, you fucks? Oh.
1: So I don't know all. I didn't read the whole article. I didn't. I don't know the whole workaround. I'm sure. I'm sure all of the the super tech geeks are gonna figure out ways around it. So we'll wait until then. But really, realistically, for the people who don't want to waste their time, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna do Netflix. I'll go to Hulu." Who don't do that?
0: So so I said this on Twitter, like, and I'm gonna say it here now, but. Netflix, like I'm sure, and they're very they're very skimpy about giving out their numbers, but I'm sure they've had no problem counting all those eyeballs whenever they're counting, like how many people saw like Wednesday, Stranger Things, or whatever. And now I guarantee you those numbers are not going to be anywhere near what they used to be. Uh, I know they're leaning in on the the uh, the ad version or the yeah the the version with ads. People are not lining up to get that. I don't mm-mm. no.
1: What's going to happen is all these other companies are going to be like, oh, let's just watch and see what Netflix does. Netflix is going to crash and burn and they're going to go, hmm, we might have to rethink this whole sharing password situation. Uh,
2: (laughs) It's I mean, a lot of the services are kind of like almost going towards what Netflix is doing because I didn't HBO increase in price.
0: HBO Max went up. Uh, I don't even think HBO Max will be around much longer cuz they're doing that thing where they're combining HBO Max and Discover uh right. Discover Plus. I don't know what what the name is that they decided on, but
2: I feel like it's probably going to stay with HBO cuz I think Discover Plus is the
0: smaller. You, you would you would think, but those motherfuckers are not smart. <laughs> those motherfuckers at the top making all the money don't know. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um uh, uh, there's a presentation from uh, the middle of last year where they presented like they, here's HBO max. Here's discover plus people come to HBO max for series. People come to, uh, this and like they broke it. It was very sexist. Like they're basically like, Hey, women watch discovery. Men watch HBO max. Women don't get the high quality TV that HBO. like. That's basically what the, what the PowerPoint was saying. Jesus. It was a very rough PowerPoint.
2: I feel like stuff's gonna go full circle, where there's gonna be one or two monopolies, where they're gonna own the whole thing. It's gonna be like cable, but like a service, and then later it's just gonna split apart again.
1: Yep, I guarantee you, it's gonna be you. Like you said, you're gonna have the one or two big ones. So Disney for sure is gonna be up there with all their crap. Somebody else, and then someone's gonna go, "Hey, we should go back to." uh charter or a cable or a satellite TV because you know it's the same price now if not cheaper and it's just gonna be a vicious cycle of repeating between the two.
0: I think I think yeah like you said they'll be the big ones. I think Apple and Amazon are kind of cementing themselves in pretty well. Uh I think Hulu I don't know what's gonna to happen to Hulu because Disney uh like the the partial ownership of Hulu is kind of messy so I don't know which way that's gonna turn. I see uh the 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 services like Pluto and Tubi kind of taken a bigger chunk cuz i think i think i just saw that Tubi bought one of those hbo max shows or the rights to it to air it mm-hmm. so i think the and the, i liked i like those services i'll hop on pluto and i will watch chicago news because it is relaxing
1: i just put on pluto and watch nothing but daniel tosh channel is that <laughs> still there i couldn't find it the other day uh, i don't know if it's still there i haven't seen it in a hot minute but that's what i do yeah that
2: no, was, i know That was fun. Uh, I was going to say, Daniel Tosh, you can watch that on Paramount
0: Plus, too. Oh, I still have that because I will not stop recommending players to people. All right, guys. We talked talked games. We talked TV. We've got a busy day ahead of us. As I said before, we're doing 2016 Q1. We've also got a speed cap with Halo 5. Jake is taking on Josh. He says he's played the game. I don't believe him. Uh, But let's go ahead and hop into 2016 Q1. What do you say, boys? Let's do it. Q1. What a monster start to 2016. Like, when we were reading this list, I was like, wait a minute. These games all came out in 2016. 26- no fucking way. Yes, they did. January 15th, uh, Oxen Free. Uh, I believe the studio's called Night School. Uh, this is a, a 2D uh, narrative adventure game. Uh, if you've seen images of this game before, it is, it's very... It's, it's. I would say it's neon color inspired. It's very foggy, very uh, Lovecraftian. The word bubbles are very bright. Um, this studio has a follow-up game called After Party, which does the exact same thing. They're working on Oxenfree 2 right now. The soundtrack is a banger. A hell of a banger. Like, this was... I want to say 2017 or 2018. I listened to this sound, like this soundtrack was in my rotation, just very synth heavy. reminded me of reminds me of It Follows or a little bit of Fez, uh, and it's just a scary game about these kids on an island and th- there's a mystery. And if you're watching the video, there's just a map.
1: Yeah, very much the walk and talk mechanic game. And Nick, it's actually not a 2D; it's a 2.5D.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Fuck me. Uh,
1: <laughs> is it- Okay, that matters. That point 0.5 matters. Um, the only thing I remember about this game that sticks out to me the most, other than the soundtrack and the story, is they had a Netflix version.
0: They still do. So, Josh, I don't know if you know this, Netflix owns a Night School Studio now. And know, Free yeah. 2, I believe, is going to be a Netflix um, exclusive, or at least a Time exclusive.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Forgot they're doing games.
1: That's the only thing I was like, oh, yeah, there's a Netflix version. I totally forgot about that because I know it was a big deal.
0: Yeah. uh, I think a few weeks ago I showed you guys the Into the Breach um, button on my – or phone button on my phone because it has the little Netflix logo because Netflix has started. Hey, just download Netflix and then open up the games and then download this game. So you download the game. You still have to download it through Apple, though, but it has the Netflix. It's It's the weirdest thing. It's so weird.
2: It's it's like it's like amazon has its own gaming thing which honestly i feel like that's more reasonable mm. but then netflix okay
1: well, so the problem with amazon though is right technically they're like what one for three
0: in what in what way so um
1: crucible i i did the beta for that it was awful the game finally came out it was oh, awful you're,
0: you're talking about amazon's big releases
1: yes they're big yeah. races. and then there was uh Lost Ark which i think is still somewhat okay it i, I think, think it's that's surviving like based one. off
0: i think it's surviving based off people streaming it honestly and yeah. then
1: there's that other one that
0: new broke,
1: world yeah new world broke the internet for like a week and then i feel like ever since then it's just been quiet
0: i mean hey 30 300 Batting 300 will uh, make you a hall of famer in some instances. So I think, I think they're okay.
1: But I, I I like to say, stay in your lanes. It's not that hard. Like Netflix can't even get their show. Like that whole, the, was it their vice president who, who made the comment that uh, they, uh, they've never canceled a successful show.
2: No, that was Netflix.
1: That's what I'm saying. It was Netflix's vice president. I thought you said
2: Amazon. no, 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 Netflix. Yeah, it was Netflix that said that. Up. Yeah,
1: the producer's their vice president. Yeah, we don't we don't cancel successful shows. Yeah, your track record doesn't show that. So if you can't get shows and movies right, how am I going to trust you to get anything game related right?
0: I'm I'm all for multiple storefronts doing it. I'm all for it being everywhere because I think if Steam has all the power, then Steam starts to st- fuck around, and you, that's when that's when shit goes belly up. But that being said. I'd like for smaller, like if Devolver were like, hey, we're going to start our own Steam. We got enough shit. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I trust Devolver. Whereas, yeah, the Netflix, the Amazons, I'm like, "Eh, you guys already get enough money over here. I don't want to give you money over here too.
1: Right. My stipulation is I, I agree. I don't want Steam to have, you know, the major power. But at the same time, I don't have to open seven or eight different platforms to...
0: It's too. it's a little it's a little inconvenient, but it gives it it gives you a I feel like it gives you a little more power.
1: It, but see to me it isn't so. In I the mean, sense, like if you look at a console, like it's it's yeah, it's kind of the same front, but it makes sense because it, it can be disc based or it's all through their digital platforms. Or with PC, we have you have EA, you have Steam, you have what was it GOG, you have origin uh, epic you have i did a thing named origin i mean literally that's five right there
0: and i and i think that's fine i i compare it to like a relationship so i don't know if you guys have ever been in a relationship like this but where you're dating somebody and that person becomes your whole hobby i don't know if someone's done that to you you've done that to someone but yeah you've put all your eggs in that basket that person and then pulls away and they're gone whereas if okay I'm dating this person over here. I have these friends over here. I'm also friends with people at the gym over here. I've got the rowing team. Like you, you're having all these. So like, for example, steam is where I try to have all my review copies for stuff going, uh, eggs. I call it eggs, but the Epic game store is where I do like my early access stuff because I think they were like where Hades early access was. And I've got a few games that I play in early access over there and they're my Fortnite people. Uh, uh, whatever blizzards is called uh battle net battle net. It's where i go to play star starcraft whenever i do play it once a month <laughs> um so yeah i just think being versatile and having your library split up while annoying and like oh i want to have all the achievements and have all these but i want to categorize them on i get that i get that's, that. me. I get that's that. me though but then also steam gives you the ability to like take that game and like add it to your kind of like add it to your steam library
1: but do you see what you just said there though is you just gave steam more power
0: i know i didn't give them more power what i'm saying is they like that game is not officially your steam game because it's not popping up as a steam game but it's putting no, it but in you're, one, giving that, you're giving them I'm that you're giving i'm not data. giving them any power josh You're giving him no da- you're giving uh, them information. Oh. i'm giving you a fix i'm giving you a fix for your little fixation on uh gabe newell
2: <laughs> well what i got from all of this is nick likes to have orgies with all of his games
0: yes, Uh, yes, Hmm. down at the gym. Uh guys, Oxen Free's cool sequels coming. Uh hopefully it's not only a timed Netflix exclusive and not a full-on Netflix exclusive. Uh up next, February 16th. This was Layers of Fear. This is a horror game. I wanna say this was a very early um games with gold from Xbox when Mm -hmm. Xbox One was treading water. Uh you're an artist. I believe there's a haunted painting involved. You're in a mansion. This has had a sequel. Um, This was this came. This is coming off the heels of the popularity of games like Outlast. Um, This also has a new game coming out that's called Lair of. So they got rid of the S. The new one will just be called Lair of Fear. It's the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
1: Hey, I mean, good for them if they're doing it, and people are gonna buy it. So
0: see if we can get to a scary part i mean it's 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 your typical walking mean, it's just scared.
1: chapter one there's not gonna be that much there
2: yeah i have you guys played this game because I, i've presented I it yeah yeah it's i don't want to say it's that creepy i mean towards the middle or the end there's like moments where you're like oh
1: i mean it's it's that's why it's not just a horror it's a psychological horror it's i mean it's all in your head
0: i've i've heard that the second one is better yes is that I can agree 100%. Okay.
1: Don't get me wrong. This first one does a great job. Second one's still better. Okay. Josh, I
0: believe you. Yes, you should.
1: <laughs> my my gamer score, all my achievements. You should believe me. Gamer. Oh,
0: now this it, it takes place in the same mansion over the whole game, right? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I I've always the, liked. The only that.
1: part I'm not sure is the DLC for it
0: probably not. I've always I've always liked contained games like this. So I think like gone home I really like cause it's just the one house. Resident Evil. I like the whole of Resident Evil, but I think I'd like Resident Evil better if you just stayed in the mansion and weren't like going outside and uh going into the lab. Spoiler alert if you haven't played Resident Evil. Um but yeah, just the contained so like when Resident Evil Village came out and they had or when the demo came out and the demo was all set in The one like mansion with the lady, or I'm sorry, the one castle, or seven when you get into the baker's house and it's just this big old Victorian-looking ass mansion. I just I I like the single setting. I know that seven and village eventually get out of it. I just hate the fact that that's where we're at, where it can't take place in like one building.
1: It can, but where's the fun in that?
0: Maybe maybe I'd like... I know it's not a horror game and it's a completely different thing. Maybe I'd like Control because doesn't that take place in a whole ass... Like just, hey, this is taking place in this building.
1: I mean, technically, yes, but... That guy's face was creepy.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I was paying attention, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, yes, it is in one building, but in a sense...
0: I just I like very contained stories. This painting's gonna be scary. I just know it. Anything else on layers? Layers with an S of fear. Onions have layers. Mm, Jake's quoting movies again.
1: It was actually heavily influenced by PT. Really. Mm-hmm.
0: Now look at that. They've got some. They've got mere functionality. Oh, just a little bit, but they've got mere functionality. And see, I give
1: to that it's not hard to do. Me just a like just a foggy reflection. That's not hard. That's yeah, all I, I mean, ask.
0: You still have to basically create. You basically have to have the character have this have the opposite movements. It's probably it's just annoying. It's not that hard, Nick. I know, but it's still still still.
2: Uh, the, the, the game's got great puzzles. That's about it.
0: Look at that, Jake's helping. All right, up now. Oh my goodness, February twenty sixth. Uh, you're probably still playing this game. Your girlfriend's probably still playing this game. Your significant other is probably still playing this game. February 26th, Stardew Valley. Uh, Grandpa died. We got a farm. Um, it was a shitty farm. Thanks, Grandpa. Um, hey,
1: he was old. He was alone. No one helped him.
0: This was from... This is another solo. Another solo speaking of solo game, uh, solo developed games. This is from Concerned Ape, right? And it's the farm dating sim, heavily influenced by uh, Harvest Moon. Uh, very uh, cartoony looking, uh, pixelated. Is this this a sixteen bit look, right, or is it thirty two? I get the I get uh, the bits mixed up. Technically, that's thirty two bit. Hey, you heard it here from the expert. Um, people get cr- I I've watched some streams where people get crazy with the shit. I hardly ever get past having like that first little patch of land. Before I get bored.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm right mean, like there with you. <laughs> I would just stick to Farmville.
0: Uh, would you really stick to Farmville or are you doing a bit?
2: No, I would really stick to Farmville. It's, I feel like it's simpler than this.
1: See, I just... I. It's a fun, It's a fun game. I just, I think by myself, it's just, it's not my cup. It's like Minecraft. Like at first you enjoy it for like what it is. But then unless you're like a really like you're really into it it just gets boring after a while. It's, it's it's repetitive gameplay like yes you could argue every game's like that but there's nothing fun about whacking bushes and watering plants i don't do it in real life why am i going to do it in a game
0: do you guys know who your favorite love interest in the game is i never played it what about um, you
1: Josh? so i don't remember names uh but it's the it's the general goods store a girl
0: I think she's married, you jerk.
1: (laughs) Hey, in the board game, she's not, okay?
0: You're in love with a married woman, and it's not your wife. Uh, Mine, I'm trying to remember her name. She's the one that's always reading. I think it's Penny. Yeah, it's Penny. She's always reading a book, um, and she's married to her job. Let me double check that I've got the right one.
1: Is that what you named your character, Job?
0: you know i did there was so there was a game i reviewed uh it was the other it was um coral island that had that it was basically this but on an island and i think the characters on that island are a lot more interesting than these stardew valley characters like there was uh, there were twin sisters that ran the hotel and one of them was a mom and you like she was always wearing, like, fitness clothes, but you could see, like, um, you could see stretch marks from having her child. And I was like, this is way more interesting. Like, I don't even have to talk to her to know this woman. And, like, these Stardew characters, this is like, oh, hey, Leah likes books. And I, I feel like that's, like, and, you know, I'm sure there's some Stardew Valley fans that are like, you fucking idiot, play the full fucking game. Penny is Penny's a damaged individual. Do you not understand her backstory, you fucking prick? None of were canceled.
2: <laughs> You're going to get roasted just as bad as you did in the last video.
0: Yes. Okay. That, real quick, there, we had we had a short on YouTube that had some mean comments about my headband, and I want everybody to know I've got ten headbands. I am still happily married to the woman who I went on a honeymoon with and brought three Halo books. Don't worry, I said I only read one of those books. Why do you think I only read one of those books? Because I couldn't get through the other two. How, how long was your honeymoon? Was it like a week? It was like a week,
2: and you brought three books.
0: I brought three books because I was like, we spent a lot of time on the beach.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I, if mm-hmm.
0: I'm just sitting on the beach, and I, I wasn't taking my phone with my phone was in the hotel room the entire time, and when I'm sitting on the beach, not in the water or anything, I get bored and I need something to do. I like Lane can sleep, and be fine. I can't. I can't take naps or do any of that stuff. I have to have something that I'm doing if I'm just sitting there.
1: No, I agree. I hate sitting at the beach. Like, Annie makes fun of me and she's like, Oh, you, you're so weird. No, I'm not fucking weird. I don't want to fucking bake in the sun and watch a bunch of people get drunk all day. I got better things to do.
0: Did she call you a dork for bringing three Halo books to the family beach retreat? No,
1: but uh, I'm sure we'll have an argument about me bringing the Steam Deck this year. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Josh,
2: some dolphin's going to come out of the water and just. Take that from you. I will
1: fuck that dolphin up.
2: Oh, we can't say that. <laughs> Josh, you can't <laughs> fuck the
0: dolphin. They're a protected species. Uh, Stardew Valley, you're great. I don't get you. Um, keep, yeah. hey, a lot of people coming up off of Stardew Valley streams. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Uh, next up, March 8th, Tom Clancy's The Division. This is a third person shooter set in New York with a team of, there, there's a pandemic and it's, Uh, New York is ground zero. People are dying everywhere. No, it's not COVID in case you were wondering. Uh, And you shoot people and the numbers come out above their head. I was so on board for this game because I love New York. I love third person shooters. As soon as the numbers started popping out above people's fucking heads and people started comparing it to destiny. I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here.
1: I mean, they had, they had it all. They had the trailers, they had the commercials, they had the premise i mean they had it all they like literally they literally had it all lined up ready to go pull the trigger you've got game of the year you've got sequel potentials that will blow the world apart and then numbers
0: it looks the trailers looks there, there was a trailer i remember watching where your the the division men and women come out of the subway and then like you hear, you hear like si- the silenced weapons being shot at them and they're like pinging off the ground and you see snow shoot up and then you, your guy runs up on a car and he like jumps over the hood and the car's very shiny and there's snow everywhere and it's New York and it's just beautiful. You can hear like someone shoots the car, the, the car alarm starts booping and I was like, oh my God, this game. And then like the next few months, like the footage of like the numbers popping up came up and I was like, no, my boy, my boy, what did they do to my boy? God, it, I hate, it hurts.
1: I, it hurts.
0: I hate looter shooters. I hate them. I hate them.
1: They, they, like I said, they literally, they had the golden goose. They could have made this be Like this could have blown, this could have revived. Splinter Cell a lot quicker. This could have revised. Every, every game that failed, the, if they had done this right, it would have brought it back to life. Fresh, fresh life.
2: I mean, I had fun with it
1: okay i had fun with it for like a week and then when we beat the game you go into the dark zone and constantly die
2: yeah the game is a grind for sure just like you guys said you know compared to destiny. Destiny. <laughs> yeah
1: it's, it's
2: it's exactly a grind i mean hell i when destiny came out i grind the sh- shit out of that i'm sure we all did oh yeah but yeah towards the end you're just kind of like man why did why did I play this i wasted all that time
1: <laughs> i after, can't do literally this. and after end game there is nothing there's nothing to this game
0: I can't do looter shooters. And I think the issue with... My, my issue with looter shooters is that the companies hide behind the mechanics and let the lore play out in the background. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want, like... I want to know who the bad guys were who made this dollar... What's what's it it's called? Like, the dollar fluid. I want to know who created this. I want to kill them. I want to, like, bring an uprising of the division and, like, fucking set New York free. And that's what I want. I don't want to fucking oh hey there if you go into this dark spot um and you're level 50 you can fight a bunch of guys and try to get all this loot and you know it's really fun and do you guys like raids i hope you like raids it's like no i fucking don't i want a beginning middle and end i don't want a beginning grind 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 oh what's my fucking light level i don't know oh it's too low oh shit grind 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 yeah can
2: you say grind again
0: Fucking grind. I've said grind more than a fucking amateur Twitch streamer.
2: I heard I I heard you the first time.
0: Grind.
1: My biggest thing, though, is I still, with a bunch of their games, I mean, it's not just this, but even like um, Ghost Recon, the newer ones, they did so terrible, and yet there are sequels, and I don't understand it. I get it. I get up for the most part. It's because they threw that name out there, Tom Clancy. I get that there there I was just a don't understand there
0: was is, something is he still alive no he no, died he dead. died like he did mid-2000s Dude, he's rolling it is
2: rolling he's rolling his grave right now. <laughs> R.I.P.
0: Thomas Clancy uh, there's something about there's something about Tom Clancy games from uh, the 360 era uh, they had a weight like from I want to say from the regular Xbox era to the 360 era the games had a weightiness to them where the characters felt like they had weight to them. The guns felt like they had weight to them. And I, I think, I think siege has that weight to it. And that's why siege has had the long legs that it's had, but anything past the last splinter shield they did, which was, I think blacklist. And I think blacklist was even a little less weighty. It was, uh, I, I stopped the conviction because I think anything past conviction and blacklist just got too light. So I forget what the, I forgot what those new ghost recons were called. They're on islands. They weren't very good. Uh, they were, they all their games started following Far Cry more. Everyone was like, OK, you know how we play Far Cry. Tom Clancy stuff's going to be just like Far Cry. And that was the issue. There wasn't an emphasis on the guns, the weightiness of them. It's taking a fucking three or four clips to kill motherfuckers. No, when I shoot someone in the head in rainbow six, I want that motherfucker to go down. And I, again, that's why I think siege is still so popular.
1: God, I watching this game. Play. Can we just step away from it?
0: Uh, all right, Josh, I will step away from you, <laughs> please. That, I no, know I'm that I'm having flashbacks. I'm are having you, are, flashbacks. Are you Okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Oh, man. This next one, March 18th, Pokken Tournament. This is a Pokemon game. I've only ever played this on a kiosk at GameStop, but it was so much fun. This is just a fighting Pokemon game. That's all it is. Okay. They had, like, how many how many Pokemon they got right here? This was, like, this was like 14, uh, depending on the version. So, with this one, they had uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, that was
1: 15,
0: eight, nine, 14. Nine, 10, 11, 12. This was on the Wii U. If I remember correctly, Switch was not out yet. Uh, I just remember being a Gengar and beating the shit out of a Pikachu.
1: Yeah, so on this version, they had 17 the total available. You can unlock the others. They had an arcade version that had 20. And then when they re-released it for the Switch, they had 22.
0: 23. 20... I'm trying to find... Do they have... No. Okay. So hold on. This is a crime. This is a fucking crime. Josh, can they unlock Nidorino? Uh,
1: no, I believe Nidorino was uh, DLC, right? No.
0: Did Nidorino ever come to the fucking game? I need to know. Oh, no, 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 no. N- Nidorino was never in this Pokemon.
1: No. I, can, I, can, I have the list in front of me if you'd like me to read it off.
0: For those who don't know, I, I just need to know that one. So when you originally started Pokemon Red or Blue there was a little scene that played out of a Gengar fighting a Nidorino. And um, it's a very, it's timely. It's a time with, like, if everyone, if, if you hear the music, you automatically think of that scene, just that little, and like Gengar's like putting his hands up, like trying to block him out. And then Nidorino's just like, fuck you. And like jumps up in the air and gives him the horn. We have Gengar. Why don't we have Nidorino in this game?
1: Nick, if it makes you feel any better, we have two different Mewtwos and we have two different Pikachus. Uh,
2: Nick, I want to hear Josh
0: butcher all these names that he doesn't know how to pronounce. Oh,
1: I'm going to fucking mess up a lot of them.
0: All right, Josh, say every Pokemon's name that is in this game. Go ahead.
1: Uh, okay, starting from the top. Aguslash. Sure. Blastoise. Blaziken. Braxian. God. Chandelure. Charizard. Oh. Uh Krogonk? Oh. Dark uh, Oh my god. You guys are making me. It's getting harder. Keep going. Uh, Desidui? Desidai? Oh man. Em, em, oh god. Employeon? Empion? Oh god. Garchomp. Gordivor Gengar. Lucario. Machomp Mewtwo. Pikachu. Pikachu Libre.
2: Uh, I guess I was, his confidence came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: scissor, Shadow Mewtwo. Oh, god, uh, oh, so, uh, Suk, Sukin. Oh, god, I don't know. Weevil. Dang. How bad was it? I, oh, there's boy. like four of them. I was like, oh, god, there's no confidence in this at all.
0: You fucked up all of them. It's pronounced Muti, not Mewtwo.
1: Oh, oh sorry.
0: Hey, you get an A for effort, Josh. You're still number one in our hearts. Uh, But yeah, Pokemon fighting game kind of came at the end of the life of the Wii U where everyone was like, yeah, this thing's got to fucking go. Um, I don't know if they eventually got this to Switch. I'm sure they did. I'm sure there are people who are playing the shit out of it on their Switch right now.
1: Yep, it uh, went to the Switch uh, in 2017.
0: I think that might have been like one of the first things they ported. I think that's like what started their Hey, we need to get all of our Wii U shit over here. Still waiting for that Wind Waker re release to make its way over there. Uh, Oh, it's
1: next. It's guaranteed.
0: It's a uh, that and Twilight Princess. Uh, Yeah, it's a Pokemon fighting game. It's not any of that, like any of the RPG stuff or the stadium stuff. You are just smashing buttons and trying to kill that fucking Pikachu. Anything else on this one, gentlemen? You know, who uh, developed it? Uh, Was it Platinum? And namco okay all right i believe it i believe it that would have been my third guess my what
2: second,
0: second guess, guess would have been capcom oh
1: okay
2: fair enough well i mean if you think about it pokken tekken yeah.
0: i wasn't gonna i wasn't that's... gonna put those pieces together Jake.
1: we weren't gonna do that's a far stretch come on come on Jay. That not a, that's, a,
2: that's a spot on
0: guys we made it through the first part of 2016 it's uh it's the year that was um yeah a lot more about 2016 moving forward uh but, Josh, are you ready to do some news? Yeah, let's, uh, let's get through it.
1: Read all about
0: it.
2: Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper, mister?
0: It's time for
1: old news. January 4th, Activision Blizzard announced that they had acquired Major League Gaming.
0: Did they do anything with it? I haven't seen that stupid fucking controller logo in years. <laughs>
1: so. uh, not nothing... Nothing big, uh, or, you know, like, you've got your... I mean, hell, they haven't even done a Call of Duty big thing. Like, the last thing they did, technically, I think, was Advanced Warfare. Hmm. Anyway. Well, no, okay, May 2016, they technically did do the enhanced viewing experience crap, but... Yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, January 8th. Mark Laidlaw, lead writer of the Half-Life series, retired from Valve.
0: Yeah, he's um I think he's spoken a lot lately about like some of the stuff they were thinking about for Half Life 3 and then it just never came to fruition.
1: And then we got Half-Life
0: Alex. People like Alex. People like Half-Life hey, Alex.
1: I've enjoyed it and I actually just watched a speedrun of it and I was like, I didn't know I could do this.
0: How long first of all, the fact that people are speedrunning games in HR is obnoxious and making me dizzy just thinking about it. How fast did they beat it?
1: It was like an hour and 20 minutes. Ugh, people are gross. I, I was impressed. And this guy was like getting low and doing like, it was It was cool, but weird at the same time because it's VR.
0: He was like, just dance. Like if, if, you're, if you're out of shape like me, I have no hopes of doing what this guy just did in Half-Life Alex.
1: I will show you, I'll get a clip for you, Nick and Jake, just so you guys can see what this guy was doing. But it was, it was cool, but also like, Man, you're <laughs> to speedrun a game, you're doing some work. Uh January 12th, Electronic Arts introduced Origin Access, a new subscription service for Windows.
0: Oh, fucking Origin. Josh, we've already yeah. gone on a tirade about these guys no, today. We're,
1: we're moving forward with that. Uh no.
0: Hey, but you know what? Eventually EA Play came out, and that's pretty good.
1: We'll get to that when we get to that. January 13th. Uh, Leslie Ben Benzies, ben, Benzies, yep, producer and president of Rockstar North, uh, Rockstar North left the company after a 16 month sabbatical. His positions were taken up by Aaron Garbert and Rob Nelson.
0: Uh, I mean, this was so yeah, GTA 5's already come out. Um, I think 5 was just such a big job for a lot of those guys at Rockstar, like a lot of those higher ups. And you know Rockstar has a nasty a nasty reputation for um uh, crunch, and so I think as much as as much as like the lower rings, the lower rungs of workers are just getting crunched the hell out. Uh, these folks see the writing on the wall when changes are rumbling, and they just get out of there.
1: <laughs> get out with the gettings
0: good i mean he he decided to leave after a sixteen month sabbatical, so it's like the writing was kind of on the wall for him leaving
1: well first off. And, and anybody else here, tell me if they have. I think the last time I even heard sabbatical being used was Friends.
0: I mean, I'm sure people have used it, but yeah, I don't know anyone who's gone on sabbatical. Yeah.
1: Just saying. Moving forward. January 16th, Brian Horton, director of The Rise of the Tomb Raider, left Crystal Dynamics for Infinity Ward.
0: You know, that's a weird, that's a weird transition. Just it's because a very weird transition. It's a weird transition, but I guarantee it had a little more it had a little more security form because if you remember anything that came out of Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix was like, "Oh, it it, it underperformed. It the numbers they're, they're just not there." And like but like a month before that the numbers came out and it's like those are actually pretty good. We'd not suspect this tomb, like uh, obviously rise of the tomb raider Got greenlit, and I mean, there's a history behind that. Rise only got greenlit because Microsoft swooped in and said, "Hey, we'll we'll foot the bill here if we get a timed exclusive for a little bit." But yeah, I feel like leaving Crystal Dynamics for Infinity Ward was like, okay, Activision—they're assholes, but they'll like—they're not going to be like, oh, they under—they're not going to throw us under the bus anytime numbers don't go up.
1: No, Square is at this point is being known for their, unless you're performing in the numbers, Final Fantasy does then
0: i i think square is gonna get sold this year
1: i hope not because obviously i i we i don't know about you guys i adore the Font fantasy series like yeah there are not there are a couple out there that are bad apples but that can be said with every good genre or every good game
2: i mean they're gonna release another persona (laughs) um i don't know i think they're releasing like all these special edition personas
1: well, yeah, and then, I mean, you're going to get all these remakes. Like, I mean, look at Final Fantasy VII. Like, it blew everything out of the wire. They're they're turning it into a, what is it? They think it's a three-part uh, it's,
0: it's a three-parter, thing. but it's got, a, like, a bunch of smaller stuff. But I don't think, n- th- nothing else is getting that treatment, though. Like, it'll be Final Fantasy VII, and then may, what's the most popular Persona? is it uh, frankly
1: five is five. right now for sure four right behind it
0: like do do people like look back at three and be like oh this was so good
1: you a couple i would say one and two is probably where you lose a lot of the normal fans because it was there are such big differences three was like is where it probably stood out more and then four is where you see more than five era for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So if, like if there's a lot of renown for like three or four, I could see, I could see especially three, but um, yeah, I don't see any other final fantasy really getting the remake treatment. Like 10 maybe, but I feel like 10 doesn't have the backing mm-hmm. that seven does.
1: I think it'll either be eight or nine getting the uh, mm-hmm. rematch. I, I don't
0: think either of them because here, here's, here's how I, here's how I do it. Well, what, Oh, So let's let's pretend we're at a parade. We're watching the Macy's Day Parade. Here come a bunch of Final Fantasy characters. I guarantee someone in the the group with you can name Cloud. They can name (laughs) Clefa, They can name Tifa. They can name name Barrett. And they could probably name Aerith or Aeris, whichever way you say it. We like both pronunciations here at this place. Um, if, If Squall walks by or anyone else in Final Fantasy VIII, people are just like, who? Who the maybe uh, maybe Squal heart gets a little little nod. Don't say Sid because Sid's the same fucking guy in everyone. Uh, what about
1: Vivi from Nine? Who? The little blue mate, little black mage you see. He's wearing the blue, has the hat with like the face on it.
0: Is that like every? Is that like the black mage the black and like wizard. the, the yeah, black wizard and all yeah. the other ones? That doesn't count if it's if it's a long-standing character. Now if a chocobo goes by, I'll give you the chocobo. <laughs>
1: Either way, well, it's I'm just looking at it as a perspective of what, what was their success. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say four because four has gotten that treatment how many times now?
2: Hey. Uh, but hey, good. four. Hey. I know four is so
1: good. I know four. I'm not saying four is not good, but I'm saying think about it. You had the Super Nintendo. You had the Game Boy Advance. You had the 3DS, the PSP. And then technically, the DS port went over to every other console
0: just make four, just like the final fantasy seven remake i'm sitting here trying to think of like final fantasy 10 name characters and all i can think of are of like the women so now i'm like yeah your creepy uncle would know like
1: itis <laughs> orin kamari uh
0: what is it it's not it's Waka, not a riku riku R- yuna you, your creepy uncle's like yeah there's a there's a riku and yuna yeah it's like why do you know that <laughs> like you yeah why well, why do you just know those that? two particularly why right i'm sorry i I got us off on a tangent wait
2: wait 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 you guys forgetting some titans here okay first off final fantasy 6 is dubbed to be one of the the best final fantasies ever made
1: which is true who
2: (laughs) and then uh so that that could be that's a potential um and then also kingdom hearts
1: yes uh, so I, i think it just depends on what they do going forward with it Like, I like the direction they're doing, especially with that trailer we got last year. I didn't like how three went. Yeah. I don't think the DLC cleaned it up a little bit, but
0: I don't think they'll fuck with a Kingdom Hearts remake, at least just because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how licensing works across like, oh, here's four. Here's remake. But I don't think they'll fuck with that. They're like, ah, we got to go get the fucking licensing rights for Aladdin again. Man, I don't fucking want to fuck with Aladdin.
1: The way they make it sound like, it sounds like they're going to try and get away from as much Disney as possible going forward. I'd be okay with that. It looks like they're trying to get more into the Square Enix world, so we'll see more Final Fantasy characters with, unfortunately, like Goofy and Donald and probably Mickey.
0: Four opens with Goofy's death. (laughs) We can only hope. (laughs) Murder. (laughs) I'll do it again. fucking do it again. (laughs) Alright, let's let's all right, we're <laughs> we, move, let's move forward. That was all from Crystal Dynamics. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> we gotta keep Christ. going. <laughs> uh
1: January twenty second, uh, David Gator, uh lead writer of Dragon Age, left Bioware.
0: That's probably a good call there, David. That's a very
1: good call on his part. Like Bioware <laughs> just went to shit and they 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 need a redemption
0: arc now. Hopefully. Um, soon.
1: January January twenty eighth. Bungie announced that Pete Parsons had replaced Harold Ryan as the company's president.
0: Again, probably another good call, Pete. I don't know if Pete left like because he wanted to or because he was forced out, but uh, probably a little bit of both, probably a little bit of both. But uh, hey, Pete, you got out when the getting out was good.
1: I'm wondering February 8th, Blizzard Entertainment celebrated its 25th anniversary.
0: So those motherfuckers are turning 31 this year. 32. 30, yeah, they're 32 though, turning 30. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, February 27th, Pokemon franchise celebrated its 20th anniversary.
0: So they're turning to. Oh my God! Keep going. Yep. Uh,
1: March seventh, press play. The developer of Max, the Curse of Brotherhood, and Kalimba was closed by Microsoft Studios.
0: I played Max, the the Curse of Brotherhood, back when it came out. This was, was the right. Okay. This was the right call. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember Kalimba to be honest.
0: I don't either. I'm gonna click on it when we're done with the show here, just so I can see it. <laughs>
1: Uh, March twenty second, Evolution Studios, the developer of MotorStorm and Drive Club, was shut down by Sony Entertainment. Man, MotorStorm
0: was dope, though.
1: Yeah, Drive Club was okay. Like, uh, that's probably best on that end. But MotorStorm, I agree. Couldn't you just move that over and give it to somebody else? Right. Or bring that crew and then say fuck it to the rest. Anyway, uh, March twenty second, the Resident Evil franchise celebrate its twentieth anniversary.
0: I can't believe Pokemon and Resident Evil were born on the same year
1: right just a couple days apart
0: oh well, they could have been twins more than a couple
1: uh, march 24th sony computer entertainment announced that they had founded a new studio forward works to develop mobile games
0: did they put out any fucking games josh their, their link is not clickable so i have a feeling they did not put out any mobile oh, games
1: no no nothing they're working on it okay they're
0: working on they're it they're still doing it okay they got into <laughs> nfts <laughs> Oh jeez, get out of here. Jesus.
1: And to end it all March 31st, Sega completed its acquisition of Atlas. Future Atlas development titles localized for America will be published by Sega.
0: And uh Atlas, they are who again?
1: They are the persona and the Shimigami Tensei series.
0: For some reason I thought they were the Yakuza team, but I guess that's somebody else.
1: They might have help with like localization, but
0: All right, Josh. Hey, that's a lot of news, but...
1: Well, we had sidetracked with... uh We
0: were were dunking on Square Enix and then trying to remember all our Final Fantasy character names. Yes. 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 Josh, thank you for doing the news. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the news. Yeah. Jake? Yeah? What time is it? Me? Time.
2: Uh, we got you a hot one today, boys. Got you a meme.
0: All right, let's pull this one up.
2: All right, I gotta pull it up too.
1: (laughs) Damn it,
0: that's (laughs) so tiny.
2: (laughs) I know it is. Did you know in Germany, Poken Tournament had to get a title change because the word Poken means smallpox in German? Um, I don't think that's true. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> I was getting ready to say like, Hey, we're learning something today, but fucking, I, of course you can't take a meme at face value anymore. I remember mm-hmm. back in the day you, we need to make memes great again. Damn it. Sorry. No. um, Jake, this was a solid, this was a solid meme. I appreciate you. All right. So Jake has to do a speed cap against Josh for halo five, we're going to do that. We're going to take a quick break real quick and then we will be right back. And we're back. All right, everybody. We've got a speed cap of Halo 5 Guardians coming from Jake. Josh is the quizmaster. Is this if this is your first time joining us for a speed cap, we've got some rules for you. So basically, the speed capper is going to give us a synopsis of the game in 5 minutes or less. The quizmaster has Uh, divvied up some info that they want the speed capper to cover. So when Jake is done, Josh is going to run down the scorecard and give us what Jake covered. Uh, The max is 50 points. Jake needs to score over 30 to avoid the punishment from Josh. We have a link to the scorecard in the show notes. If you want to check it out, please don't do it while driving you crazies. Um, Josh, if Jake loses, what will his punishment be? He will have to live
1: stream a Halo game cooperatively with me. Can it's I? possibly You
0: can I add something to it? Depends. He has to play it on Legendary.
1: Oh no. And okay, yeah.
0: At some point during the stream, you have to play the most disgusting level in the first Halo game. The library, Led? right? It's called the library, right?
1: Oh, you're talking about when you're ascending with the flood attacking you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So if Jake scores under 30, he's playing a Halo game cooperatively with one of the bros, if not all the bros, and he's playing it a Legendary, and we will stream that. Um, Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Jake, do you have any words before we start the clock? Uh,
2: Um no i don't think so uh can i get any hints what are you looking for
1: nick gave you a hint with your punishment
2: story mainly legendary
0: nick are we ready yeah let me uh so jake when you see the clock hit five even go ahead and start when you are done, say that you're done so we can stop the clock and take a look at the score. All right. I am hitting the button, Jake. When you see it, take off, my dude.
2: I see it. All right. Halo 5 Guardians. Uh, yeah, that, that game. Uh, it takes place about eight months after Halo 4. Uh, you know, with the the, the, the Forerunners, The uh, I think that's what the new enemies are called. Anyway, the game follows two Spartan fire teams. It follows uh, Spartan team Blue and Osiris. Your guy, your master chief, you know, Chief Chief Petty Officer John One One Seven. Uh, he leads Spartan Two with Linda Kelly and F- Frederick. Uh, I don't remember any of those. If you read a book, you might recognize them. Me, not so much. Um, and then you have fire team Osiris. Led by Locke, um, and then like three others, I believe. One is Buck, the guy from ODST. Uh, you also, and I think the other one is, I like think one's Vale. I don't. There's another one, but I can't remember her name. Anyway, they're sent to capture, if not retrieve. Master Chiefs team because they're kind of they went a-wall. Uh Captain Lasky, another character in the game, declares Spartan 2 or Fireteam 2, or no Fireteam Blue AWOL and sends Locke to get him. There's uh moments where or there was a moment where Locke Locke's team goes and meets up with Spartan 2 to stop him because Master Chief's team is trying to retrieve the AI Cortana because they think that she is inside the Guardian and cannot be trusted. And I think Master Chief's like, no, 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 I got to retrieve her because she's my girl. Anyway, fire team Blue and Osiris meet up, and Locke and Master Chief go hand-in-hand combat, and of course, Master Chief wins and escapes being or escapes in the guardian i believe he goes into the guardian um there's not much going on i know um master chief fights with the main bad guy i don't remember the main bad guy's name unless he died in the fourth one i don't recall anyway uh he happens to retrieve cortana and i think that's about it oh i know there was um the professor holsey was involved in one of those i think they're trying to get her too but i think the covenant got her and osiris was meant to actually help her out too um i know there's a big thing called the guardian in there wasn't I mean it was a big deal, it's kinda like a weapon. Um but they destroy the Guardian. Uh another thing is that if you complete legendary mode, you get an extra cut scene that shows uh the Halo. But like you hear Cortana humming before cutting to black. So I thought that was cool. But yeah that's a, that's the story. The game's pretty cool. Uh they didn't have a pouch co-op. It was only single player. Even in multiplayer it was only single player. They had a war zone and uh all your basic uh you know team slayer, all that shit. So
0: uh yeah, I think that's what I got. That's it. You officially yield your time, correct? Yeah, I'm I'm good. All right, Jake, I'm stopping the clock oh, with 50 seconds left. Oof. Josh, how do you do?
1: Oh, man. Jake, you might need a refresher. How so? Well.
0: All right, we, we got the final score, Josh. Can we put this up?
1: Yeah, go ahead. It's up. All right, let's see what we get. We'll do semantics here, but uh, not look good there, Jake. Let me see this shit. Okay, so starting from the top. You did get the the time frame right. It was eight months after Halo 4. You did correctly name Fireteam Blue correctly and Osiris. Um, you didn't mention that the Cortana sent Chief a cryptic message telling him to meet her at Meridian, which is the whole reason why they went AWOL. Uh, Jason just wanted to name the place. Warden Eternal is uh, Cortana's enforcer. He's like the big boss for the game. Um, You didn't name him. Um, You did mention a a guardian, but there are multiple guardians and they're like the world enforcers. They're big enough that they basically just like, you know, they're the enforcers. Um, You did not mention Genesis, which is the planet, the home, uh, Forerunner planet Genesis, which is where, The Guardians take them, so when Master Chief escapes from Locke and his team, they took a Guardian that took them to Genesis, and then they actually had to go to uh, Sanghelios, which is the Elite's homeworld. Um, And that's where they found a, a buried Guardian that then took them to Genesis. You also forgot to mention our friendly AI installations of this one. We had 031 Exuberant Witness. Great name. And then you did mention the last cutscene correctly. Halo Installation 07 comes to life. And as it's happening, you hear Cortana humming.
2: So what's funny is that I knew about uh, Genesis. Or Genesis? Is that Genesis? Anyway, I knew about it, but I didn't think you were going to score me on that. That's my fault. I
1: made this, like, super it... basic. And I was like, oh, he should get this if he knows it. And you didn't even say, I'm like, oh, my God, we're playing Halo.
2: I was like... I was like, he's not gonna mention that. He's like, he's not gonna get
1: that far. No, like, literally, it made this like the simplest. Like, I didn't even like name out like make you f- to name all these, and you start naming them. I'm like, first off, that's impressive. Secondly, you could have just said fire team blue, and you got the whole sp- the whole score. <laughs>
0: What's his final score there, Josh? Twenty two point
1: five.
2: And what 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 did I need? Twenty five. Thirty. Thirty. 30. Uh-oh. So Jake,
0: with that, you will be streaming Halo. We will set up some dates and see what we can get going. We'll announce that to everybody listening. So keep an eye on the socials for that. Uh, Sang Helios, by the way, is my favorite part of that game, and that fucking slaps the soundtrack on that part. There's a there's a song on that for that part called Walk Softly. Fucking oh, go listen to it, guys. It's so good.
1: Fun fact. If you've played the Halo 2 remaster, uh, that part right there where he, they're in the same ship as uh, the orbiter, that's the, the beginning of the Halo 2 starts with them going, what do you know about the demon? And then it plays Halo 2.
0: Oh, well, when Orbiter pops up and saying sing Helios.
1: Yeah, when they're on the ship and they're flying towards Helios. Mm-hmm. That's It starts with that, that them going there and the, and the orbiter explains the story of Halo 2. To uh, Locke and his team,
0: it, it takes like it takes twenty hours for him to explain it. It's a really slow part of the <laughs> game. It's kind of crazy. Everybody, that was the show. We made it into twenty sixteen and we're still here, guys. You can find me on uh, the Twitter at that Kaufman. You can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Night. Uh, Josh, where can the people find you?
1: Find me on Twitter at I am Josh Singh and everywhere else at I'm Josh Singh. Oh, he came back. I'm I'm sort of back. I'm working on it.
0: Josh is just doing all the A R A I R Chat GPT. It's all he's doing. Jake, where can the people find you? You find me on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch,
2: and TikTok at Jake Boykoffman.
0: Awesome, and you can find Smashing Game Time on any social. We've got Twitter. We've got Twitch. We've got uh. We've got the TikTok. We've got the YouTube's. Uh, YouTube's actually starting to pick up a little bit. So go check us out over there. If you're watching with us right now, we appreciate that. We're also on Instagram. So go give us a follow wherever you're at again, wherever you get your podcast, give us five stars. We are hungry little boys for those stars. Uh, thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for our intro and outro song, hunt him down. We have a link to his SoundCloud. Go check him out. Give him some love. Thank you again to Trident network for embracing us into their family. Uh, And as always, guys, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We'll see every one of you next time.